1: Time to welcome into the show Craig Cumming. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning, guys. We're going to talk some White Ferns. We're going to talk some Aussie Biffo uh, in the cricket as well. But I wanted to start with uh, the New Zealand, the Black Caps Tour of Bangladesh, uh, losing that first test by 150 runs. Uh, What did you make of what you saw from that? And uh, was it a case of underestimating a Bangladeshi side that, you know, was stripped of its three probably most senior players?
2: Oh, I don't think that. I don't think the Black Caps will ever underestimate a Side. I mean, because in some ways, we've probably built our reputation on other teams doing that. I, I think one, Bangladesh are very tough at home, uh, and they've always shown that. And two, throwing the fact that you know we've got a huge amount of players who just jumped on the plane from the Cricket World Cup and you know went over to to Bangladesh, uh, no break uh, and no real preparation. And while that's not an excuse, uh, it's, it's reality. I think. Yeah, you know, that makes it tough. Um, and so on that, they had some, they had some ammunition come over from New Zealand. Guys who have been playing domestic cricket, and I think we were just outplayed. We we needed to, to bat well. Um, we probably needed to score. You know, you want to score four hundred in that first innings and have, have your noses ahead, and, and we couldn't do it. And then for some reason, we were just a bit ineffective with the ball, especially you know the spinners, and and they were able to get a total that was probably always going to be too many. So. You know, I don't think underestimate. I think outplayed, um, and you've just got to tip mm. your hat to Bangladesh. But one thing we know about this black cap side is they, they won't give up. They they'll fight hard and, and they'll want to try and you know pick up points, for, for the Test Championship in this next one. It'll be interesting whether they make any changes. I know mm. you know a big big shout was for for Rutschen to be playing, um, and and someone like Henry Nichols probably record in the last 18 months has been an average, so so that could be an opportunity, but. They went in with the three different spinners: the leggy, the left arm, and and then obviously that's with the right arm. So sometimes, um, sometimes I think you just got to pick your best balls. Not so much worry about which way they're turning the ball.
1: I was going to ask you about Henry Nichols uh, and and ex- and some of the um, what they might do for Test two because I had a bit of a look and I, somebody had said to me that you know he wasn't great in subcontinent conditions and you know that old uh, if you keep doing the same thing, definition of insanity to do the same thing expect yeah. something different. I had a look. And in all his subcontinent Test matches, uh, if you add them up, he's averaging uh, just under sixteen, and when his Test average is thirty-eight, so mm, big question mark there. I
2: I think I saw I saw a stat something like not quite as bad about Test matches at home uh, versus away, and it it was was quite a big difference as well. Um, So. Yeah, but you, people are talking about Rutchin, but you got to remember someone like Will Young's probably. Um, if it comes down to just genuine batting, Will Young would be the next one. But you know, do you go when the iron's hot? And, you know, someone like Ruchin who had that wonderful World Cup, and you know, one thing about the New Zealand side, and I think I heard Luke Ronkey talking last night. They, 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 I suppose they, they breed confidence by putting trust in selection, and and that's been a change from when Mike Hesson and Brendon McCullum here. And, and it's a case of. Well, the biggest inhibitor of performance is often feeling like you're always playing for your spot. You love competition, and I as mean, he grew up with it in rugby, mm. we haven't always had it. But you've also got to breed confidence. You've got to make sure guys feel valued and tell them that you trust them. And that brings out the best of them. So, you know, I do agree with that, and I think that's the right statement. And actually, the next guy probably on the list for that would be Will Young, because, you know, he's, he's done it you know, very, very well uh, whenever he's coming. But. I do like, I mean it's a good I like that policy, but I think it's served the black caps well over over many years. Hey
0: Craig, great to have you on, mate. Um, should we be concerned like there's a lot of talk over in the north in regards to England, they put all their fish in one basket for the Ashes series, then they went to the ODIs and really struggled. Are we having the same problem here when you look at the way that we performed in the ODI white ball, you flip it we're struggling in the Test Series because if you look at the Test Series in regards to uh, where we've been after that success with the World Test Championship, they have lost a two-match series in India. They've drawn at home against Bangladesh. They've drawn at home against South Africa. They lost 3-0 in England. They've drawn a the two-match series against Pakistan. And they've drawn 1-0 uh, at home against England. And the only win they've had is a 2-0 at home series against Sri Lanka. That is 1-8 Series I've had since
2: that Test Championship. Yeah, you've done you've done some good reshoots, there, is he? Um But when you read it out like that, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I didn't know if I realised it was quite as mediocre as it has been. Um, and you know, what of the things I was minute and when you're commentating, um, I suppose you're really really keen. In. And when New Zealand was having real good success, it really felt like we just had a really good New chance of Test players. And a good nucleus of one day players who are different. Um, you've just got to look at, you know, Wags um, mm. used to be just, the, the tank was always full when it came to Test cricket. He'd turn up and, and, and that was his yeah. go. But if you have a look, at, you look now as you did right, I mean, you've got, you know, Devin Conway playing all around the world. You know, we've got Tim mm. Sally um, playing in all formats. You've got you know, even Tom Luck in one day Test cricket. Um, we've got a lot of guys now doing both. And, and maybe you're dead right. I mean, you look at those stats, people, you know, you, you can only play so much, um, and I suppose, you know, you, they're always going to be motivated. No one's ever going to criticise uh, these guys for wanting to wear, uh, you know, the back cap. But, but sometimes, you know, the, the motor does run out, of, run out of gas. And the other thing is you also lose preparation time. Um, you know, you go from one series to another series to another series. You don't get a chance, I suppose, to come back and just refine the red skills. Like we've just seen, you've literally played a World Cup semi-final. Mm. Um, all the guys are probably ordering their white pads and their white trousers <laughs> and get them sent to Bangladesh because they don't have them. So you yeah. know that's that's quite a staggering stat. I'm actually blown away by what you've just thrown out there because that is very un-New Zealand-like and very unlike this
1: Black Capsite. Mm. Mm. It is, um, Craig. Interested to think uh, to know uh, where you think Devin Conway's best placed in the batting order in Test cricket? Because I've heard a lot of people say they think he's a better Probably a better four. So would you be putting Will Young into open and moving Dev to, to, to four or would you would you keep him where he is? Oh,
2: I mean I think he's had pretty good success opening. Um, you know, mm. would you get a, a double hundred on Dave Boo and you no, know, I think um, I'm not sure you know, any player again, I just think Given falls into that category now where you know, he literally I say if you look at his last eighteen months, I don't know when he would have had a break. He, he, you know, over the winter, I know, know, they went to the IPL brilliantly well. Um, And then he went across, he played in the 100 in the UK, he was probably in the Western Indies. I'm not sure if he went over there for whatever they have got. He's just played all around the world. And um, for me, it's a case of, you know, wherever he plays, we want to make sure that he's got enough energy to be successful. And he's been successful as an opener. I I suppose it depends what else is going around the side and, and, and how things look, but... You know, at the moment, I think um, you know, Kay's back, no problems at all. We've got Daryl Mitchell, who's doing fantastically well. So I we'll still see him as an opener. Uh, unless we can produce another opener, um, that is either better you know, or push him down. I, I think there's a little concern around Tom Latham, but Tom Tom's always shown and fought pretty hard, and he'll, he'll always bounce back, but we need a little bit more output from Tom. Um, but again, he's, he's shown that he's got a lot of fight, but you know, to me, maybe if there's an opportunity to bring Will Young in and open and put Conway at four because I think Will Young deserves that opportunity, then maybe yeah, it could be. I it's horses for courses, to be honest, but we just gotta make sure he's not getting worn out.
0: Hey Sid, you'll be you'll be well over the domestic scene. Um our team isn't getting any younger. Is there anyone we should be breeding in or blooding into into this, uh, into this international side that potentially could fulfil those roles, because we've got some ageing players that uh, we'd love to have around for a very long time. Reality is, age gets better of us. We know that.
2: Yeah, absolutely, we do. <laughs> we certainly do. Yeah. Um, reminded every morning you get up to do your hair, you don't we? Are we, not getting any younger? <laughs> um, we actually did. A, we actually did a photo. I, I was, I was guest commentating for the, um, you know, we're doing commentating yesterday for the White shirts game, and they did a photo. Um, with, you know, the commentary team and that before the start. I, they sent it to all <laughs> of us and I was like, gee, if someone used a grey filter on this, the lighter but you know, it was very grey around the... <laughs> the yesterday. I thought it was reflecting on all of us. So, um, oh, look, you know, at the Cricket, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, I'm, I'm ethically involved... I think bowling-wise, we're not too bad. But, you know, Jamison's yeah. going to have a part to play in our future. Matt Henry. Mm. Uh, we've got, you know, Shipley, um, who wants yep. to get fit. He's still just battling a little bit with those injuries. You know, we, we've got some, some good talent. I mean, I'm still a massive fan. Yeah, this is my nice when it comes to the red ball and maybe even the white ball. Um, you know, Jake Duffy, um, to me, mm. he's got wonderful skills. He, he's, oh, he's very good with the ball. <laughs> Yeah, he bowls yep. that beautiful outswing. Um, mm. and, and in the last year, we've shown a liking to maybe, you know, Tickner and that style of bowler when it comes to test cricket. But, you know, Jacob Duff, he's, he's 29 years of age, and now he's got the most wickets for Otago in all formats combined. And, um, you know, to me, he's highly skilled. And I I, I also watched the other day um, Dougie still talk about his work as a, as a bowler. And I, I still reckon if I was batting, he'd be one of the last bowlers I'd want to face. Um, you know, on, on pitches that have got a bit of grass. So I still think we've got yeah, the end there. batting-wise, um, obviously, I mean, you've got to remember, Will Young's our this one. We've got Rutsch, you know, he, He's still the next one to come in, and not a bad guy to come in. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got Cooper from up north. So, yeah, we've got plenty of, of talent. We don't need to produce three or four every year. We've just got to produce one maybe every two years. And, you know, Rutsch is our next one if we can give Will Young the opportunity. So, yeah, I think we're in pretty good stead. First-class cricket's going well. But I, I would love to see a little bit of biasness and seeing Jacob Buffy be given an opportunity, especially in a home summer if the ball's swinging around. Yeah, totally agree, mate. It reminds me
0: of a, a Glenn McGrath, the way he shapes the ball and the, the big high action. So I'd uh, yeah. love to see him have a wee crack, um, Sid. But uh, let, let's talk about uh, yesterday's game. What went wrong, mate, with the White Ferns?
2: Oh, just not enough runs, is he? Um, you know, yeah. they, um, they, won, they won the toss and bad, which really surprised me. I mean, it was one of those real, you know, miserly mornings in Dunedin where, you know, the cloud came in, it was just, it was damp and cold and uh, a bit of rain around. And, and it hadn't been a very warm week, actually, believe it or not. I mean, I know that sounds strange coming from Dunedin, but we, um, <laughs> the covers got taken off and they wanted to toss some bad at night. The pitch was, it's, it still looked nice, but in those conditions around, it just, it always has that tacky feel, that little, not, you know, it's not soft in any stretch, but, um, and I think just to, to give yourself the best chance of winning the first game of the series, you know, you probably won a bowl um, and a show because Pakistan mm. did a wonderful job. Um, you know, Fatima took the pace off and you know, picked up three wickets and we just didn't score enough runs and we're not, we're not getting off those flying starts um, and dominating the first six overs. Now in the women's game, if you watch Australia, you watch England, uh, and even India now, um, and even South Africa. If, if you want to win those games, you've got to be really, really aggressive for that first six overs and try to and dominate. And, and they were close because they know got caught on the boundaries. It was a wonderful shot. And actually, Pakistan's feeling is the best I've ever seen in the women's game yesterday. They dropped a couple of catches at the end, but um, they, they took a wonderful catch there, and then it put pressure on New Zealand's middle order. Matty Green played really well, but, you know, 127, you, you've got to be scoring more than that. Uh, when it comes to domestic, or like, you know, international, twenty twenty, you got to get up around that one fifty, one sixty mark.
1: Matty Green obviously uh, is the form player at the moment, but uh, Susie Bates got the uh, the oval named after her yesterday. I, I guess question no, much. Tomorrow,
2: actually. Rick, tomorrow it's happened, it's being named after Susie Bates
1: tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, sorry, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm looking at that that lineup with Susie and Sophie there, and we still seem to be relying on them a lot for runs. So much like Izzy's question about the Black Caps, where are we with depth in the white ferns coming through at this sort of international stage? Yeah,
2: that's a good question. I mean, we're all working hard domestically in coaching. I think
1: mm.
2: the challenge we all have is like you know. My players are becoming far more experienced at the Otago Sparks, but when I say that, they've now gone from being 19 years of age and they've turned to 22. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> we've got three or four, I've got three or four players who I think will be of international quality, but they're probably a year away. Um, the good thing is this year we've got New Zealand they are playing England. Um, we've got some more opportunities around domestic cricket, closing that gap into that international Stage, but we're still got a bit of work to do. Um, and you're right, it won't be, you know, we're not going to have Susie and Sophie um, there. But the um, missing yesterday was Medicare and we, and we know how mm. wonderful a cricket at Meri is. But we also need to see players come through, um, and we need to see players that have been picked who are scoring runs domestically. The difference is now that domestic cricket scores are going up, people are scoring more runs, but we need to, to give them an opportunity. The challenge we've got at the moment is the jump between domestic cricket, I've seen. International cricket is so high, you're always going to have a period for our players just to, that settling in period. Um, but that's just where we are. But I can tell you, things are, are looking good. We've just got to try and, I suppose, bridge the gap quicker than we currently are. So, um, and that's the challenge. I and mean, you take the pressure off people like Sophie and Susan. I'd love to see Sophie opening. Um, you know, I think Sophie, if I was an opposition coach and I saw new Sophie is batting four or five. My job would be to tell the open my bowlers, not to get anyone out. Um, you yeah. know, slow things down and don't let her come into the 10th or 11th or 12th over. But if she's opening, mm-hmm. you know, you have a look around the world when she's been successful. If you give Sophie Devine six overs with two fielders out uh, on the boundary, gee, well, she, that's where she can do some damage. But at the moment, they want to batter at four. And, um, you know, I just, you know, I just kill the game the first six overs, really break it open.
1: Uh, Craig, just before we let you go, mate, uh, I sent you a flick, uh, a, a story that came out of Aussie about uh, Mitchell Johnson having a crack at David Warner, and I absolutely loved that because I thought he was spot on. What, what did you make of it? And you ever been in that situation where you've had teammates have a crack at each other like that?
2: No, not well, not really. Um, I mean, there's clearly an issue there, isn't there, though, for him to... Mm. Bring up old sandpaper at the gate, and then say, "Well, you know, this farewell tour. What are they going to do? Go and buy sandpaper and wave it? You know, fairly, fairly harsh comment from a former, mm. you know, <laughs> pl- colleague. I mean, I don't know. You don't know if an All Black would come out and say that about another All Black, and I don't know nah. if he'd say it about, you know, no way, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, you know, we're too small, so there's clearly an issue there. And then he's had a crack at the sector yeah. as well, so. Um, you know, he's maybe, also had a cracker
0: some... Pat Cummins on Justin Langer. So he's got yeah. something against Australian cricket.
2: <laughs> he must do. Yeah. I, I mean Mitchell Johnson I don't think was the most or well, I don't know, likes the word. I don't think that's a fair comment, but I think he is pretty polarizing and obviously the Western Australian Herald's obviously playing him pretty well for him to come out with these these sayings. But um, you know, i I do agree. No I don't know why we've got into this stage now where everyone, yeah, players deserve send off. But I don't believe in this case. They're actually saying Warren is getting a send-off. What they're saying is he's been picked for the first test. He's going to finish probably yeah. at the end of the series, whether he's still in the team or he's dropped. So if you get a chance to go along and watch him celebrate his career, because outside of yes, sandpaper gate, he he has been a, a wonderful cricketer as much as we don't like yeah. that for Australia. But I, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see Mitch go along and sit
1: in the in the grandstand for a few and start a few chants. Yeah, mate, it, it's always good when the oppo get stuck into each other, mate. Do a half our job for us. Beautiful, Craig. Go, go well, brother. And uh, are you commentating the second game as well? Yeah, do the tomorrow
2: game, and then uh, we're back into the, the domestic stuff for um, the Sparks. So uh, you have a chance tomorrow. Susie Bates-Oval celebrating her 300th game, which was actually in South Africa. So it'll be a pretty special day down here for an absolute awesome. legend um, in New Zealand sports. So we're pretty excited by that.
1: Good stuff, mate. Go well. Enjoy it. Have a great call, eh? Cheers, guys.